Duke Nukem 3D, Kyle, on the PC. Good game, right? DarbyCast, Wildcard Friday. Kyle and I were just talking about, quite obviously, Duke Nukem, a hero who killed aliens with various weapons. And although that could vault us into a thoughtful discussion about illegal immigration, that's not what we're going to talk about today. So if some of you were hoping for that, maybe we kick that can down the road a little bit, right? Kyle, that's worth exploring. However, let's kick this thing off right. If you're new to the show, leave. Just get out. Get the hell out of here. Unless you're great. Unless people have stopped you on the street in recent history and said, what's your skincare routine like? Because you're glowing. Can't tell whether that's a genetic thing, a spiritual thing. What's your secret? Or maybe somebody came up to you and said, you seem like you know a lot of stuff that's important and you didn't disagree with them. If you're that kind of person, you stick around. If you like going to the gym four times a week or more, you probably belong here. If you've read a book in the past year, you also belong here. If you're not okay with the way things have been going in a lot of areas in this world of ours, and you've found yourself musing deeply, asking questions like, hey, so what the fuck's going on? You belong here. And Kyle and I are happy to have you in a huge way. A lot going on in the news. A lot of stuff about Donnie J. The old raid on Mar-a-Lago. And per usual, news media have picked their story without knowing a whole lot and run with it. And now you've got the blue check marks on Twitter and little minions who follow them being like, yep, he had nuclear launch codes. He was going to sell them to um, other uh, countries. If that happens to be true, then the news media will have gotten one right for the first time in a real long time. But I just don't see that happening. That's actually one of the most absurd things I've ever heard in my entire life. And of course, all of this is going to backfire and create way more enthusiasm for good old Donnie J. Donnie J will win the presidency in 2024. You heard it here first. Maybe you already knew it. But boy, is the stage being set for a serious throwdown between a half brain dead geriatric and the shit poster in chief, Donnie J. That's Biden v. Donnie J. What a show that'll be. But I don't want to talk about that today because that's a ways off. What I do want to talk about today are six people, three gals, three guys. The ladies, Brenda, Kathy, and Molly. The dudes, Avery, Talbot, and Kirby. We all know uh, people who could fit these names. Real uh, ineffective at most things. Do you know anyone who like tries to do things and they come up short consistently? Their name doesn't necessarily have to be one of the ones that I mentioned, but these are more of archetypes, right? And what's our focus today with Brenda, Kathy, Molly, Avery, Talbot, and Kirby? The IRS. That wonderful inflation 
bill that was passed in Congress. What was that called? Like the decrease inflation, we're the good guys, we've got your backs bill. Part of me finds this hilarious. Yeah, we just passed the rainbow and sunshine bill. And um, it stipulates that we're going to set aside a trillion dollars to make murder robots going door to door and killing people. Rainbow and sunshine bill. It's actually for you and it feels pretty good, right? But in this inflation reduction bill was a whole lot of money for expanding the IRS in a huge way. Was it 87,000 new agents, Kyle? And boy, are these going to be subpar people without a lot of skills. And you looked at the job description of what they want these IRS agents to do. And that is brandish firearms and use some kind of tactics to collect taxes. Boy, is this getting out of control, right? Even on paper, this looks like a really uh, garbage time, does it not? But let's take a pause. The military can't get anyone to join at this point for a wide variety of reasons. We know these reasons. It's because instead of doing basic training, they're sitting people down to watch PowerPoints on BJ techniques from black trannies in wheelchairs and why that's important to be a global force for justice. And that's what we all love about the military, keeping us safe and doing things right. So the IRS hiring people for combat-style roles to collect taxes, what do you think these people are going to be like? That's right, way more ineffective than the people joining the military. You're going to have a bunch of dopes named Brenda, Kathy, Molly, Avery, Talbot, and Kirby. And they're going to sign up because they are loyal to the regime and they're like, justice is harvesting taxes from poor people and the middle class and doing it at gunpoint and then using that money for something. Yeah, yeah, I know we're just printing money and throwing it at whatever and it's really hurting our currency. The purchasing power of the dollar's not been lower and really ever. But thank goodness we've got these heroes who are going to sign up and be issued a badge and a Glock, and they're going to go door to door, shaking people down and being like, we need more money for crack pipes for people in, um, in St. Louis. You understand, right? Why are they expanding the IRS? Because the people in power, the demon-adjacent whodunits, demonadjacentwhodunits.com. Kyle, buy that website. There's something that just plays about that. But the people in power, they're anticipating that people have had enough of their nonsense. And they're saying, you spend money on stupid shit and you're just printing it out of thin air anyway. Why do you need taxes? You are a malevolent regime. You're unprincipled and you're psychopathic. What are we even doing here? So these psychos are anticipating that people aren't too keen on forking over what little money they have as the currency dwindles in value. Surprise, surprise. So anybody with a heart, a spirit, and a shredded core, they're probably not going to be signed up to shake down 
fellow citizens and rob them blind at gunpoint. And let's refocus on the people who are actually signing up to be a part of the IRS. Who are these people? That's right. Brenda, Kathy, Molly, Kirby, Talbot, Avery. What a raw deal. They are going to be quickly in over their heads, are they not? They think they're doing the right thing. Going door to door knocking and be like, we need your money for programs. Little do they realize most of the people with whom they will be dialoguing will be significantly better armed than they are. And they also don't have a whole lot to lose. Talbot just showing up and be like, hey, like, what's up? My dad's gay. I'm from the IRS. Great intro, right? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Talbot is going to hear the song Fortunate Son by CCR playing. And I don't want anything bad to happen to Talbot necessarily, but Talbot, you stupid son of a bitch, if you hear CCR playing, get out. Because the second you open that door or try to kick it down or suck the doorknob straight out of its place, a Claymore mine will explode and a 50 cal round might fly through your chest. Just want to give you a heads up. I don't know this for a fact, but this is just hypothetical conjecture. And I, like you, the listener, don't see this as being totally out of the realm of possibilities. Brenda, Kathy, and Molly are just a little trio showing up at some red-blooded Americans' houses. They're wearing ill-fitting pairs of slacks and are probably sporting a little too much makeup as well. Ladies, you're in over your head. Because in a lot of ways, you will be experiencing a Jurassic Park-style velociraptor scenario where you're at the front door, but behind you are quite a few patriots who will be having none of it. Going door to door. This is setting the stage for a really messy time. And I hope that people have the sense to not take the job at the IRS. They are communicating to you in the job description that you will be thrust into combat situations. And you're not a fighter. You aren't. Let's be real. You like watching cartoons and jacking off three times a day. These are the people that they're recruiting. Can you imagine being that big of a dope that you get conscripted into the sloppiest army of all time, charged with the duty of shaking down fellow citizens? Some people are gearing up for the midterm elections or the 2024 election. A lot of stuff's going to go down before then, is it not, Kyle? That's going to leave people's spirits pretty low. If you join the IRS and then they just give you a gun and a badge and say, good luck. They tell these people, you're going to be a lot like Robin Hood. You'll be doing the right thing. And that's not how Robin Hood worked. He stole from the rich and gave to the poor. But the caliber of person 
who would even consider joining the IRS, not really strong in the memory department, the reading department, or the thoughts department. So they're going to struggle when somebody tells them anything about anything and they're just going to have to believe it. You're doing the right thing. Oh, okay. The twisted and perverted bureaucrats are anticipating that you're not going to be exceptionally fired up on paying taxes this coming tax season. And let's lay out the two kinds of bureaucrats. There's the evil psychopaths who know that they are tyrants deep down in their heart. And then there's the idiots who actually think that they're doing the right thing. And those people are hilarious. Let's take a look into the life of Kathy, prospective IRS agent. Wakes up in the morning, gets loaded on Xanax, tries to chill out. It barely works. She looks at herself in the mirror and she audibly remarks, boy, do I look fucking tired. Very dehydrated, perpetually. Brittle hair, even more brittle attitude. Constantly on the brink of a mental breakdown. She's punched that mirror more than a handful of times and had to replace it. Breaking a mirror is what, Kyle? Seven years bad luck? Right now, she's looking at 84 years of bad luck ahead. Raw deal, right? After smashing the mirror, she puts on so much makeup that it would make a rodeo clown blush and be like, you're pushing it. Just from a professional to a professional. If I could give you a little coaching here. Kathy. Kathy trudges to the kitchen and makes some avocado toast and then squeezes a little lemon on top just for a little extra zing. Good job, Kathy. Good job. She flips on CNN. Wolf blitzers on the television saying democracy's in jeopardy. Kathy's kind of aroused by Wolf Blitzer. So concerning, right, Kyle? Kathy's got a little fetish for midget goblins that are super low ethics. Very inappropriate. Then Kathy adorns her body with a pantsuit. She hasn't worked out in a long time, so fastening the clasp on her slacks, it takes a while. It takes a while. She has to lay down on her bed and kind of roll around, hot dog style. She breaks a sweat. The makeup starts streaming down her neck. She grabs her IRS-issued pistol, accidentally discharges it. She's on the second story of her apartment complex, and the bullet that she didn't mean to fire almost murders a baby downstairs. Just a typical day for Kathy. She hops in her 2008 Prius that she charged up at a station that's connected to the power grid that's run by fossil fuels. So really there wasn't uh, any kind of environmental impact in a positive way. Plus that battery's almost dead and there's no way to dispose of it properly. That's going to create a lot of problems. But Kathy's on the right side of history, okay? You fucking bigots. Wake up. 
she cruises over to her colleague's house, Talbot. Talbot's just finished eating a salad for breakfast. Yuck, right? Like, what the hell? Talbot gets in the car, doesn't make eye contact with Kathy at all because he knows that the IRS states that men are not allowed to look women in the eye or else that's what we like to call ocular rape. And Talbot respects chicks in a big way. So he just looks straight forward, doesn't say a word. He doesn't want to say the wrong thing, get railroaded with a lawsuit. Talbot's fidgeting as they're driving to the IRS HQ. And it's because Kathy's not wearing a mask in the car made out of thin, flimsy paper. So Talbot takes out an emergency vaccine kit and he just jabs it into his femur. His immune system is hurting. That's his 20th dose at this point. He definitely has some kind of autoimmune disorder mixed with AIDS. But at the end of the day, he's a good person. So he's got that going for him. Talbot self-administering experimental medicine inspires Kathy and she follows suit. She cracks out her emergency stash, shoots up, has a mini heart attack, crashes the car. Both Talbot and Kathy are okay. Talbot accidentally makes eye contact with Kathy post-crash. He says, oh, sorry, uh, Kathy, I wasn't following the science. That's on me. Kathy says, you're toast, Talbot. I'm going to file a report with the higher-ups. And this is all before they've gotten to the office to go step into a combat role and get gunned to death because they think they're heroes. Sweet life, right? This is what the IRS can look forward to in terms of the people they're hiring. And this is what the people they're hiring can look forward to. Nobody's really painting this picture. A lot of people are complaining. They're saying, oh, the IRS shouldn't get that kind of money. We shouldn't have people doing this. And I would tend to agree with you, but things are just going to play out how they are, aren't they? Let's fast forward a little bit. All of these modern day heroes show up at their depressing office that has no character in the architecture. The fluorescent lights are so bright that they make you want to puke. They all gather into a room, and then their boss, Stanley, formerly Erica, addresses them and says, we all have some important info that we need you to view. Please look at the screen. This is part of your training. Video pops on. Pretty high production value, tasteful graphics in the intro. But then the title pops up and it says, why we should tolerate people molesting animals. Now, the IRS is pro-bestiality. Get with the times. Avery's fired up that his lifestyle is finally being railroaded into the mainstream and that he can just be himself at work now. That's a breath of fresh air. Bravery, yeah. Right, Kyle? Molly's watching this video. She's feeling a little bit queasy. Not really okay with this. This encroaches upon her sensibilities in a way that's not insignificant. 
Stanley, formerly Erica, notices that Molly is a bigot. So Stanley tackles Molly to the floor and injects her with some steroids and says, man up, Molly. This is a confusing meeting, is it not? Kirby is watching this presentation, smiling ear to ear in anticipation that maybe in the next week, maybe the next month, there'll be a similar video about necrophilia. It's Kirby's speed. High ethics people stepping into the space of tax collection. Hell yeah, right, Kyle? These people are ready for combat. They're going to take you down, man. Kyle, you better pay up. We don't have enough money coming from regular Americans to pay for crack pipes and bleaching of sidewalks in poo-stained cities. Then who are we, right? As a country. Identity check, right, Kyle? Who do you want to be? Wake up, man. The pro-bestiality video concludes and then Chuck Schumer comes on at the very end and he announces that if anybody so much as dreams of getting pregnant at the IRS, that they will receive a really cool service, which is a mandatory abortion. And then he smiles and these agents can almost perceive that this man's possessed by the devil, but they're just a little too hopped up on prescription meds to notice even though he starts speaking in tongues. Get out there and rob your fellow citizens. They missed that last part. Oops, right? We can't always notice everything, right? Let's give these people a break. A lot of people are hearing this episode and they're thinking to themselves, IRS, sweet gig. And if you're having that line of thinking, get the fuck out of here right now. Turn off the podcast. Get out. This podcast is for heroes and inspiring figures. The longtime listeners know this. And as inspiring as it might sound to be a disgusting human being who wears too much makeup or would lose at every arm wrestling contest ever, that's not the lane that we want to be in, typically. This might come as a surprise for some of these rare, courageous, genius-level intelligence people who are thinking about joining the IRS. The currency, the dollar, will continue to tank, and whatever minuscule amount of money they might be offering you to become an official enemy of the people will become more worthless over time. But then who knows, maybe Congress will pass a sweet bill called IRS agents deserve to be paid more, which will obviously contain budget cuts for you and your salary. These six powerful IRS agents, they go out into the world and only three of them come back. Kathy, Molly, and Avery. Brenda, Talbot, and Kirby were riddled with bullets. Ouch, right? But Avery, excited about the seminar from the morning, goes home and tries to seduce his neighbor's dog. Avery's neighbor isn't thrilled about it. 
Avery tries to explain himself and says, well, the government said this was okay, so come on. Avery's neighbor says, you've been listening to what the government's been saying? How long has this been going on, Avery? Why don't you go ahead and have a seat over there in the grass? And since Avery's a pushover, he does. And then Avery's neighbor sits on Avery's chest and beats his legs. Just beats Avery's legs straight into oblivion. And that's not hard to do. There's no muscle on him. And as much as Avery would like to say something, Avery's neighbor is Mexican and reporting an assault by a Latinx wouldn't be okay. So Avery just has to take it. After Avery's done taking a beating, he looks lovingly over at his neighbor's dog, blows him a kiss. And Avery's neighbor is watching this whole thing and he says, what didn't you understand about me kicking your ass, you fucking idiot? And Avery's like, are you vaccinated? And then Avery's neighbor spits in his face and starts slapping him. Avery starts filming the whole thing, not to submit to law enforcement, but to post on social media with a hashtag blessed by it. Very confusing stuff. Really perplexing. Molly lives in the same neighborhood as Avery, sees that her colleague is being abused in a huge way. But she doesn't have time to intervene. She's had a hard day at the office and been on the business end of some gunfire. So she takes her grocery bag full of cucumbers, and I think we all know what those are for, inside her house. And she does some, eh, I guess we'll just call them vegan adjacent activities. Amazing people, right, Kyle? Incredible. Molly names all the cucumbers Joe Biden because she's like, love to hook up with that vegetable. Let's kind of tie this all together. I wouldn't be too worried about the IRS, is what I'm trying to say to you. I hope you have an amazing day. I want you to smile at a stranger and give them a thumbs up, a knowing look that's going to communicate to them. Things are going to be okay, sort of. We're going to get through this. It's going to be messy, but whatever is going to happen is going to be something. High five a kid today. Be like, hey, sports are still in, kid. So is friendship and teamwork. Don't be the kind of dope who wastes their entire day on a cell phone listening to people explain why Abe Lincoln wasn't okay. Let me level with you, Milton. I sure hope they're not naming kids Milton, right? But if they are, go up to one of those kids and you say, Milton, you're living through a really weird time. You have nothing to compare this to, but it's fucking sideways, Milton. Here, here's a BB gun and some fireworks and some beers and an, an American flag, Milton. Also, here's a laser pointer and a taser. Go have a childhood, Milton. You don't have to be concerned with all of the things that your weird parents have told you about. Milton, take off the fucking mask. It's about time somebody clued you in on what's really going on. And it's that you need to re-engage with nature, laser pointers, BB guns, and skipping rocks. 
find a body of water, Milton, you stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, that's right. Your mother is not okay, Milton. And I think you've known that for years. She's been cheating on your dad in a big way, Milton. Going out of town to art festivals, Milton. Are you buying it? I didn't think so. Here's a video game system with the most recent edition of Duke Nukem. And I don't want you to get too wrapped up in this, but I think there are some important messages that you might want to internalize. Pal, where's this been, by the way? High-level coaching of neighborhood kids who have lunatic parents? Have you done a good job of verbally and or non-verbally connecting with your neighbors, especially the youth, and telling them, your parents are pretty fucked up, Milton. They are sick puppies, dude. I'm not going to take you on as like a responsibility, but I can give you some coaching from time to time. Go build a fort, you dipshit. Here's some lighter fluid and a Zippo. Be safe, but see what happens with this, dude. I'm not here to treat you like garbage. I'm here to save your life. And deep down, that kid's going to know that he just scored a mentor. How good does that feel for both you and Milton? I don't know if the Boys and Girls Club is still around, but maybe we institute such a thing on a micro basis. Go out and mentor somebody today. I don't think there's a whole lot of people under the age of 20 listening to this, but if you're the rare 14-year-old who listens to the Darby cast, maybe you put an arm around some 10-year-olds today and say, I hate to break it to you guys, but I'm a leader in a big fucking way. And I'd like to teach you about making booby traps, snares. They'd never put something like this in a congressional bill because it's too sweet. They wouldn't fund programs like this. That's why you have to just do it as an individual. You do the right thing, okay? There's some activities in this world of ours worth doing just because it's high ethics and it shows leadership skills, public speaking ability, as well as the ability to identify somebody who's struggling, who needs a little bit of coaching. If you're new to this podcast and you've made it all the way to this point, you're in. You're in. Now go listen to three to 40 more episodes and you will achieve an honorary doctorate issued by yours truly and Kyle, sort of. You will become a Darby Cast doctor, a professor of all things important. We need more heroes in this world of ours. And you have an opportunity to step up and educate people and say, don't worry about the IRS getting beefed up. It's going to be stocked full of people who are complete ineffective boners, and they're not going to be able to do a damn thing. Let's be real. And then you share this episode with that person. We've gone over a lot in this episode, and I don't expect you to be able to Remember all the things word by word, verbatim? That's an unrealistic expectation out of me. And so that's why I'm not going to put it on you. Let me pat myself on the back for doing a great job there. A little self-call. Good job to me. But that's Darby Cast for you. That's Wildcard Friday. 
you stick around. We have a pretty good time uh, on this podcast. And if you're new, follow your heart, okay? <laughs>